Welcome to another production of Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Dr. Jan Bedell, aka The Brain Coach, is a specialist in neural development, an author, and curriculum designer. She has spent more than 20 years providing neural developmental brain training services and products through her company, Little Giant Steps. The neural developmental approach for life can change the outcomes for all who implement it. We invite you to follow us on Facebook at Brain Coach Live, also on Twitter at LGSED, or don't forget Pinterest Little Giant Step. You'll have access to our newest product information, and we are delighted to dialogue with all who have questions about releasing the full potential of any child, or those who need to share the dilemmas regarding homeschooling, or problems with struggling learners. Talking with other parents and learning by sharing is great help as well. So now, here's Dr. Jen for today's Brain Coach Tips. Hello again and welcome back for another Brain Coach Tip. I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. Thank you for spending your valuable time here at thebraincoachtips.com. There seems to be more and more families seeking help for their children to function better emotionally, behaviorally, as well as academically. I believe there are many reasons for this increase in demand, but one big reason is our cultural practices in raising our young children. One way to be informed about these pitfalls and how to avoid them is to listen to some of the previous Brain Coach Tips podcasts. These episodes have been done on a wide range of subjects, so whether you have a gifted, typically developing, or challenged child in your home, there's something here for everyone. You might wonder how one approach can meet so many needs. It's really simple. The neurodevelopmental approach is focused on the brain and how to help it function better. With the knowledge you gain from the study of the neurodevelopmental approach for life, you can hold the key to releasing your family's full potential. I say whole family because it's never too late to help a person's brain work better. So even if you are an adult and have struggled with some of the things I talk about each week, there is hope for change. Please share the BrainCoachTips.com website with someone you know. You just never know when you will be answered prayer for someone you didn't even know was struggling. Over 20 years of helping families incorporate neurodevelopment through the Little Giant Steps products and programs has proven to me that we are on the right track to bring hope and help. Be sure to sign up for the newsletter at littlegiantsteps.com. We provide more neurodevelopmental tips, and you can check out many of the free articles, tremendous resources, and often discount offers that come through the newsletter. Those are found at littlegiantsteps.com. It is so gratifying to continue to receive reports of amazing results and changes in people's lives. My prayer is that you too can see some great results through the information I share here each week. Just to give you a preview, next week the topic is Preschool Essentials. Making your life and the life of that, of that little one simpler and easier by just building the foundation that makes learning formal academics just a breeze later on. It's very interesting that that's done by brain plasticity, because that's the subject for today, brain plasticity. In 
the 1950s and 60s, what most scientists based information about the brain, they said it was observable behavior or what they could see happening right before them. At about the same time in history, the neurodevelopmental approach was birthed. A physical therapist and a neurosurgeon worked together and found that the brains of even profoundly affected children with cerebral palsy were changing through frequency, intensity, and duration. I call those the keys to learning. Frequency is how often something's done. Intensity is how strong it is done. And duration has two aspects. Short periods of time, so short durations each day or each time, or each frequency, and over a period of time. If you want to delve into that subject of frequency, intensity, and duration more, listen to podcast number three. It's called The Keys to Learning Anything. But back to the 50s and 60s, and for decades after that, the word from neuroscience was that the adult human brain is essentially hardwired. It's fixed in form and function. That means it's just not going to get any better. And they thought that happened by the time you reached adulthood. They figured when you were an adult, you were pretty much stuck with what you have. Something amazing happened in the last 20 years with the technology of the MRIs and the other brain scan, all that technology we have now, and the science that can confirm the premise that the neurodevelopmentalists have gone on since the 50s, and that is the brain has plasticity. Now, what does that mean, you might ask? It means that the brain changes as we are exposed to and learn new skills. This is based on the understanding of reorganization of the neural pathways. The neurons in the brain, those are the brain cells, they are the building blocks for these neural pathway systems that we might picture as roadmaps. When a brain is stimulated, dendrites are created. Now, to help you understand that, let's think of your hand as a brain cell and your fingers that are sticking out the palm of your hand as dendrites. The dendrites develop out from the cell. They are small appendages connecting one neuron to another. It means that the brain changes as we learn new skills and are exposed to new information. This is based on the understanding of reorganization of the neural pathways in our brain. The neurons, which are the brain cells, they are the building blocks for these neural pathways. You can think of them as like roadmaps in your brain. When your brain is stimulated, these dendrites are created. They actually grow out of the brain cell. Think of your hand as a brain cell, just to, so you can get a picture of this, a visual of this. The palm of your hand is a brain cell, and your fingers that are sticking out, those are dendrites. The dendrites are these small appendages, and they connect one neuron or brain cell to another which forms these neural pathways. You can get a picture of this as you think of an axon being the part of your arm. So you've got the cell and the axon is connected to that. Now put your fingers at the shoulder and imagine the dendrites coming from one hand, coming close to the axon through the dendrites, your fingers, and then moving down your arm through your fingers to contact another cell through those little dendrites on the end of your hand. Do you get the picture of that? 
This is an illustration of a neural pathway. The dendrites grow and change in the brain when they receive stimulation. The synapses are the electrical signals that jump from one dendrite to an axon of another cell, causing communication between the cells. The new pathway formed by specific stimulation allows for different function to follow them so that the individual becomes able to master a new skill. With these new pathways, the brain also has new flexibility since new pathways provide alternate routes to the same destination. This is similar to a roadmap that I referred to a while ago where you have many choices to get to a destination. This happens in the brain and the neurodevelopmental approach is based on making the most efficient pathways possible. Just like you don't want to spend extra time, personal energy, and pay for extra gas when you're getting to a destination in your car, when you have this flexibility in the brain, it makes learning itself more efficient as the brain is allowed to take the most direct route to get that particular job accomplished. I just thought of another example that maybe you can really relate to. If you think of an infant, maybe three, four months old, sitting in an infant seat and just kind of waving their arms, and you put something in front of the child, and because of their immature pathways in their arms and fingers, the child will make many attempts to grab the object, finally making the connection. A one-year-old can get to it more directly, and a five-year-old will just reach straight for it without any wasted motion. This is not just because they're older. It's not because maturity has happened. It's because the neural pathways have been formed enough and had enough stimulation to function efficiently. Another example of this interconnected system is the use of the internet we use that daily, and we often are astounded by the vast and seemingly endless connections we can make. The brain's interconnectedness exceeds the internet by an astronomical number. I'll tell you, we truly are fearfully and wonderfully made by a creator and by the grace of God. You know, the typical brain has approximately a 100 billion neurons and each of those neurons, brain cells, has between 1 and 10,000 electrical connections to other neurons. So that's how many dendrites there are coming off of that cell. If this tremendous growth comes from experiences of an individual, which is what I believe, the question arises, which is the most important to the development of intelligence or functional ability? your heredity, what you're born with, as far as IQ, or your environment. Many of you are probably familiar with the Suzuki method of teaching musical instruments. Dr. Suzuki is quoted as saying, Our environment shapes who we are and can stunt or promote our mental development. So the answer to the question, what causes the explosive growth or even the continued growth in the brain, is stimulation. And stimulation comes from what we receive from the environment. It can be a, either an enriched environment or a deprived environment. And the results show up in the brain. Not only are there enriched environments and deprived environments, there are also different kinds of environments like 
Some may be very enriching, but they're random or chaotic. To me, this is like a preschool classroom. If you walk into that classroom, there are letters over here and numbers over here and colors over here and community helpers over there and a big bright bulletin board over there. It's just a big visual maze in there. And then oftentimes there's a little cutesy letter formation that is supposed to be teaching them what an A looks like. And there's a figure of some kind of animal or something in the letter. And you can barely make out the letter between all the drawing of the what it is that starts with A. To me, this is a very random and chaotic kind of input and is not very effective. That environment has actually been equated to a gambling casino that is designed to disorient you when you walk in there. So you just continue putting your money in a, in a machine and pulling a handle. Our goal is to have specific stimulation, not random. Specific stimulation builds efficient pathways. Let's take, for example, a number flash. Instead of having all these numbers that are running together up on the wall, what if you take one number at a time, flash it in front of the child where they don't see anything else, and tell them what the number is? If you do that twice a day for one minute, just flash and tell them, flash and tell them, flash and tell them then they're going to know those numbers really quickly. Most of our education and most of our tendency is to ask for output. You know, you hold a number up in front of a child and say, what's this number? Well, if you give them that input with the keys of frequency, intensity, and duration twice a day for one minute, and you're doing it really fast and intensely, they're going to get it. This is the kind of thing we teach with all of the concepts and all of the exercises that we use in Early Learning Foundations that's based on the neurodevelopmental approach. So if you have a little one from between four and eight, you want to check out Early Learning Foundations. It will give you a good way for their brain to be organized, for their processing to be up. That's their short-term memory. It will help their long-term memory and also give them the basics of math through that program. This really applies to all specific stimulation. The response to stimulation builds the pathways to function, and that is referred to as the plasticity of the brain. So you're actually building the brain so that it can do a certain thing. This can be demonstrated in the recovery of a stroke victim. In a stroke, brain cells and networks are destroyed, but with stimulation, and especially the right kind of specific stimulation, the healthy part of the brain can take over the function of the damaged part. Since the majority of stroke victims are older, this recovery speaks of the plasticity of the brain well into later life, if not all the way until death. It just has to do with specific stimulation occurring with the right amount of frequency, intensity, and duration. If you know someone that's had a stroke, you might want to look into memory and motion. It's a neurodevelopmental approach for adults, just to help their brain work better. You don't have to be a stroke victim for that to apply, but it would be very beneficial for them. There's another aspect to brain plasticity that I want to mention here. That's the relationship with the metabolic or the chemistry of the body. If your chemistry is off, 
It can cause a slowdown or even regression in the pathways being built, or it could halt the pathways from working if the condition is too severe. An example of metabolic issues that cause issues for the brain to work right, you know, maybe even causing brain fog and that kind of thing, some of those causes are allergies, gut issues where certain substances are not metabolized by the body. If the person has heavy metals, this is going to interfere with building those connections. I just want to remind you, we said this last week, but we're doing free metabolic consultations that Little Giant Steps is offering. If you're interested in scheduling a 15-minute free consultation with me in regards to metabolic concerns, I want you to email office at littlegiantsteps.com. You'll receive a link to a survey so I can get as much information possible before the consult. This will allow us to spend all the time on that phone call with you looking at solutions. After we receive the survey, you'll get another email with a link to the available consultation times. So back to plasticity, brain plasticity. Studies show that an enriched environment makes a huge difference. In an experiment with rats, in only eight days of exposure to an enriched environment, the cortex would be between 7 and 11% thicker for the rat pup. In two weeks, the area of the brain involved in integrating sensory information grew 16% thicker than an unenriched pup. So there's just some research behind what I'm talking about. The neurodevelopmentalists work from the idea that the brain mass is due not from the number of brain cells themselves, but in large part to the growth and dendrites connections which is the branching of those appendages of the brain cells, like the fingers sticking out that we talked about, and that's done through specific stimulation. Just so you know, the specific stimulation is built in to all of our products and programs. That's basically what we do. There's a really good book by Marianne Diamond, and in her book called Magic Trees of the Mind, She states that the ability to change the structure and chemistry of the brain in response to the environment is what we call plasticity. So if you've been wondering what brain plasticity, there it is in a nutshell. The ability to change the structure, which actually changes the chemistry too of the brain. So if we work on auditory processing and stimulate that area, then the chemistry works better and oftentimes a lot of the ADD, ADHD symptoms diminish, and sometimes they even go away. In some research that I did, there were two internationally known researchers in the science of brain plasticity, a Dr. Brzezinich and a Dr. Jenkins. They said that plasticity represents a critical breakthrough in understanding improved learning strategies for children with language and reading problems. They cited that adaptive training techniques such as frequency, reward, intensity, and motivation allow for more rapid learning. They're basically saying what we've been practicing for over 20 years at Little Giant Steps with our frequency, intensity, and duration. So to learn more about that, go to littlegiantsteps.com. Remember about the free 
metabolic consultations available, metabolic issues like autoimmune responses, inattentiveness, emotional behavioral issues, those kinds of things can be helped when we address the metabolic issues. You can email office at littlegiantsteps.com, and the steps is plural, littlegiantsteps.com to get started with your free metabolic consultation. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I hope that I have helped you in your journey toward understanding how you can use brain plasticity to your advantage in your homeschool. Next week, I'll be talking about preschool essentials, how you can prepare your preschooler's brain to be ready for formal academics in an easy, non-time-consuming way. You can also follow me on Pinterest for many ideas that align with the neurodevelopmental approach. I am at Jan Bedell, that's B-E-D-E-L-L, dash, Brain Coach. You'll find a number of preschool fine motor kind of activities there that would really be good to develop the hand strength needed for your writing later on. We also answer questions on our Facebook page, so you can join us there as well. I want to encourage you to stay tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, where you will receive more Brain Coach tips to make life and learning easier. And be sure to visit our sponsor, LittleGiantSteps.com. They are dedicated to equipping you as parents so that your children can reach their full potential. Remember, neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Until next week, it's the Brain Coach signing off. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray you'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.